Hey guys, welcome to Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'll be here to share my nice and sometimes not so nice human experiences. Let's get comfortable sharing our ups, downs, and everything in between and continue to make meaning out of the parts that make us whole. Hello, beautiful souls, beautiful people, everyone listening. Hi, (laughs) welcome back to the Holistically You podcast. And that's whole in parentheses. I've never said that before. I don't know why I just felt compelled to say that right now. (laughs) I'm your host, Amanda. And as per usual, I am here to bring you a brand new episode and I'm not gonna lie guys I'm coming to you with a glass of wine today and I promise that it was it is a respectable hour to be drinking and even if it wasn't I know that you wouldn't judge me so thank you in advance (laughs) it has been a week it's Thursday as I'm recording this I have had a hell of of not just a week, I would say like two weeks or since last Thursday, last Wednesday. Ugh. It's been heavy. It's been gross. It's been torture. <laughs> and the collective is going through something crazy. I was just speaking to a friend today who was saying that right now the the, the energy that's kind of going around is that of self-love, self-care, self-soothing. People are trying to find ways to keep their heads above water. And I felt that energy so strong this week. It's like, okay, I wanted to make an appointment. I was like, everything hurts in my body. Massage. No, wait, let me finish. Um, Let me talk to my naturopath and see what she recommends. Okay, let's decide between an osteo session or a chiropractor session. And then she talked to me about craniosacral um, therapy. And I had therapy last week. And I have acupuncture coming up. I've been doing breath work. It's like this giant time where we come home or we feel the need to come home to ourselves. I don't know if you feel it, but I know that I do. And I feel it strong right now. There is a direct correlation to the events or the goings on in my life, for sure. I'm not going to hide that from you guys. I never hide anything from you. So... For sure, there's there's a sense of prioritizing myself because I've been prioritizing somebody else for too long. And that's a tough realization to come by. And today I felt, and just expect that I'm going to get emotional, okay? So, <laughs> plus I have wine now and I'm just like, woo! <laughs> Emotions all over the place. But... I've just been feeling like this, this is why I wanted to come on here today and talk to you guys about being grateful for the things that don't break us. And you'll notice that the episode, the title of this episode is called, You Will Bend, But You Won't Break. 
it's it's important to keep that in mind when we are undergoing challenge, difficulty, turbulence, and adversity. These are all natural parts of life, right? It's not linear. Nothing is as easy and breezy as we would sometimes wish it to be. And so those challenges, that adversity, that though that turbulence, these are the moments that bend but don't break us. Through every single break down, there are blessings and breakthroughs to come. I'm coming to you all today from a place of trying to get to the blessing and trying to get to the breakthrough. And I know that a major part of that is feeling, right? You have to feel to heal. So really bringing down my walls and also trying to step almost like out of my own life and look in and say, what's going on right now? So the collective is a fucking mess, okay? Like, let's be honest. Vaccine passports, um, you know, all the stuff going on with abortion and in the States and I try so hard to remove myself and I I laugh when I say that I live under a rock or I'm in my own bubble, but I swear I truly am. I'm not even kidding for a second when I say that the stuff that I cannot sit with, that I don't have the bandwidth to process or to even allow to penetrate my energy, my life. I scroll by I scroll by it so quickly because I'm just like nope nope can't do it nope can't do it can't do another shred of bad news can't do another shred of suffering I can't do it and and it's not because I don't feel it's not because I don't empathize and it's not because I don't want things to get better it's because I am ingesting so much that has Nothing to necessarily do with me, but it has to do with the outside world. And it is heavy with a capital H. No, fuck it. All the letters are capitals, okay? It is damn heavy. And recently, I've been thinking about this notion of breakdowns, blessings, breakthrough, things that, you know make us bend but not break. I've been really mulling over all of these notions, coming back home to myself to figure out what is it that I need. It is also Virgo season for anybody who's interested in astrology or seasons or zodiacs. And Virgo is a lot about cleaning up house. And I don't necessarily, I mean, I do actually mean physical space, but I also mean mental, physical, emotional space. And I was doing my Virgo season workshop with Chris Corsini. He has the best workshops. And I was writing, and one of the journal prompts was, what are you ingesting? And not just diet-wise, but what are you ingesting 
on a daily basis that is almost like poisoning, right? Your experience. And that's why I think we have to also be so, um, so picky with what, who we're following, what we're allowing to show up on our feeds. I mean, clean up house. I mean, clean up your social media, clean up the people that you're following, unfollow people that don't do it for you or people who are giving you bad vibes. I did that a little while ago and now I find being on Instagram and social media is actually really pleasant for me because I'm learning. I'm learning constantly. But the one thing that I did right was I feel like sometimes I'm in the middle of some gossip and that could be inevitable depending on the environment that either you work in or you, um, you know, maybe even the social circles that you run in. But I, but I know that that's something that I would like to remove myself from in the future just because I know it's not necessarily good for my mental health and well-being. So we're talking clean up house, Virgo season, coming back to self, recognizing that adversity will bend but not break us. I'm also coming to you after yet another breakup. Mm. Let's take a swig of wine for that one, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I got the Gretzky wine from the LCBO. If you live anywhere other than Canada, you may have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, the hockey player, made wine, which is such an opposite. Anyway, his wine is super good. And with this individual who I just... Um, had a bit of a breakup with Um, we went to the LCBO which is in Ontario and I got this wine and that is what I'm drinking right now so I just figured I would tell you all it's a Cabernet Merlot it's delicious $15.95 a bottle (laughs) and drinking wine is kind of my vice and I know that I need to step away from that in times of adversity But recently, I felt like I've had a pretty good handle on this situation-ish. I'm going to go with an ish here. Mostly because I knew it was coming. And it's like you go through the motions knowing that there's an expiration date. And I've done that before. and And I may have mentioned it on my podcast. But I'll definitely go through that situation as well as a situation that made me bend but not break this one was I saw all the signs right and not only did I see the signs and and I'm not calling them red flags because nothing about this man is a red flag he is not and did not exhibit behaviors that I would say are a red flag he is grieving and without going into too many of the personal details, has not necessarily dealt with grief over the past few years and therefore had no space for me or anyone else for that matter because coming home to the self is so important. And sometimes we have to do it at the expense of another person. And you know what? It's okay. It's not easy. It's not easy to be the one to make the decision and pull the trigger to do that. 
And sometimes it's not even easy to set boundaries and honor those boundaries because it's easy to set them. But it's not easy to honor them all the time when you care so deeply. And of course, I'm talking in a relationship context, in a romantic context. But I'm even starting to realize that with friends, it is so hard to set and honor boundaries. But I believe that setting and honoring our, our boundaries is the best form of self-love and self-care. And really understanding and owning our worth. Because by breaking our boundaries or by, you know, ignoring them, abusing them, whatever it is, what are we, what energy are we giving off to the people around us and to the universe? We're saying, well, yeah, I can set it. I can set it, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to break it anyway. And why am I going to break it? Because I'm not worth it anyway. I'm just going to continue to repeat the old patterns. And right now, you guys, I really truly feel that the world needs to start understanding that we are worth everything. Okay, if you're listening to this, you are worth the love, the abundance, the prosperity, the respect, okay, the balance, you're worth all of it. But do you know that? And do your actions reflect that? Over the summer, my actions, I would say, ebbed and flowed. And so didn't always reflect the worth I know of myself, what I understand my self-worth to be, and what I've been working so diligently on and so hard on for a whole, I mean, at this point, Next month is going to be like a full calendar year, 365 days of being in the shit, being in the absolute shit to come out on the other side and just be like, I'm a badass bitch. And I know my worth. I stand in my worth. I communicate my needs, which reflects how strongly I feel about my worth. It's, it's all interconnected. And it's been a year and I, I just feel like we're all going through this together. You know, I had a message from a friend the other day who was like, you know, I, I, was, I was sad. I was so sad. And it was so hard for me to not reach out to this person. It was, and it still is. It's been, it was a week yesterday that we broke up. <laughs> It was so hard for me to not reach out to this person. And I said, you know, tell me all the reasons why I shouldn't reach out to X, Y, and Z. Because I said, I'm struggling with a capital S right now. And her response to me was basically, so am I struggling with a capital S. And I need to conserve every ounce of energy right now for me. And I was like, mad respect. Okay. Mad respect to you for putting that boundary up. I was not upset. I was not hurt. I was worried that I triggered her. And I was worried that maybe she was feeling heavy and needed support and guidance. But I was not upset that she set the boundary. All of this is coming back to the self. 
when you are lost, you are confused. You are losing your bearings. I really, truly think that coming home to self and understanding what we need to do to move forward, okay, to move in the direction that we want to be going instead of continuously kind of doing this like, you know, uh, one step forward, two steps back, maybe even three and four steps back kind of cha-cha. That's what we want to be focusing on. We, we need to come back to that. So for me recently, I was like, well, I need a freaking therapy appointment. So let's do that. Let's take care of that. Check, check. Okay, mental talk therapy, wonderful. What's my next plan of action? Next plan of action is to cry. Okay, cry it out. Release the emotions. Get it all out because what is the point of keeping it in, especially when I'm by myself? And then let's say I go out and someone, we're having drinks, and someone says, hey, how's so-and-so? Am I going to start crying right then and there? No. I'm processing it on my own so that I can be okay when I'm out. And those moments where I was like, I can't even fake it right now because it is too painful. That's when I sit with the pain. I sit with it. I breathe, I release, and I move forward. Bend, but not break. Many situations in my life have brought me to sitting here having this conversation or this talk with you all. Moments that really bend, and I'm talking like probably contort (laughs) at this point, I still sit here. Yes, I may have tears in my eyes. Yes, I may be emotional. But I overcame it all. And it took time. And it took effort. And it took investment in myself too. Sometimes we so often just deflect. Oh, let me go, you know, retail therapy, which I'm doing on Saturday, by the way, but that's fine. (laughs) You know, let me just go spend my money on drinks, outings, this and that. Why don't we invest in ourselves? You know, maybe some energy healing, some coaching, some things that are really going to put us in a position of power because we sometimes or often give it away in the situations in which we find ourselves. We may find ourselves in those situations and then we stay there. And it's okay to stay there. It's okay to... I don't know, be complacent sometimes because you feel too hard or you love too hard or you care too much. But for me, the important thing is when all is said and done, that you make sure you are never giving your power away. I gave my power away. And this is on multiple occasions. So moments of, of bend, I'm kind of thinking of like gumbo right now. I don't know if you guys know that, <laughs> that like green guy. My brother and I used to have those toys. I think he's called gumbo. That could also be shrimp. I'm really not sure at this point, you guys. <laughs> Some more wine. Um, I remember, you know, when 
my boyfriend, my Dubai boyfriend and I broke up. There was an agreement, a mutual agreement that we made after many, many, many conversations that he was going to try and come home with me. He was going to come back to Canada, to Montreal to live with, you know, me and my family and to try and make this work for us because we just really felt that that, you know, that was something that we could do because we were strong enough as a team and partners to be able to do that. Now, two years later, I can uh, confidently say that that would have been a terrible idea. (laughs) And not because I don't think we made a great team, but because I saw the signs that he needed to fly. He was the same age at that point as I was when I moved away. And kind of taking us both at that age, at the age of 27, and comparing where we are, where we were at, I remember feeling so uncomfortable in my own skin at 27 because I just wanted to get the fuck out of Montreal. I just wanted to get out of here. For years prior to that, I had a boyfriend who kept me here. Uh, I had a boyfriend who always gave me these very difficult ultimatums that if you go, we're done. And I just remember thinking, oh, this can't be it. Like, this can't be it. So I wanted to originally leave when I was 24, which is super young. But I think I would have been really great at it. But I am also glad that I did it at 27. And I remember looking at my ex-boyfriend and and being like, damn. You're going to give up traveling the world and getting and gaining all of this experience to come back to my world and a place in which I am now going to settle down. Not settle. I don't believe in settling. But settle down. I did my four years overseas. I had a beautiful niece. And I knew that very soon after there would be another you know, niece or nephew on the way. I knew that I was going to start a business. I knew what I was getting myself into. And who am I to look at someone and say, well, you know, give, give, give up your, your dream or your, you know, your, your passion, your goals, because I want you to come back with me. Now, again, we made the mutual decision and it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. Even sharing it with my family members back home and saying, he's going to come back. He's going to come back. It was like I had this feeling in my gut that like, Nanda, stop being excited. Stop telling people about it because I don't think it's going to happen. Again, thank you, intuition. We were in South Africa in Cape Town. And he was feeding the seagulls (laughs) or some bird. And I had my sunglasses on. And he started to see the tears coming down from my sunglasses, coming down and through over my cheeks. And he looked at me and he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is like a fun moment. Are we not having fun? Like, what's going on? And all I said to him was, I know you're not coming to Montreal. We don't have to talk about this right now. Let's enjoy what's left of our vacation And we will revisit this once we're home. He said nothing. And that's the only answer that I needed. This was in April. So all of May, June, and yeah, basically May and June. Yep. So for two months, 
we lived together knowing that we had an expiration date, knowing that we were going to have a very painful goodbye in July, like three days before my birthday. (laughs) I mean, not that, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. But like my birthday's supposed to be happy. (laughs) I remember being in so much pain that day, being in so much pain on the way back to Dubai and being in so much pain for two months. And that manifested in frustration, anger, resentment, totally like, oh my gosh, I was, I was, I had no uh, patience. I, I was like, I was Rambo. <laughs> I don't know. I was angry all the time, like to the point where like I literally emptied out his drawers in the hallway of our apartment once. I'm not even kidding you. Like I went haywire Hulk psychopath, like, okay, I own it. I own it. It's fine. I did it. And this was all because I knew I ignored. I tried to just kind of coexist with this human being, but I knew that ultimately it was going to end And those two months almost broke me. Not just because of the breakup, but because I was leaving my best friends of four years. I was leaving this life that I had created for myself that I never thought was possible for me. Because I played small my whole life. And I just thought, no, no, it's okay. This is what I'm doing. You know, I'm going to become a teacher. I'm just going to chill. I'm not meant for that. I'm meant for greater things. And, you know, I was leaving all of this behind. I was leaving the boyfriend. And it's like packing It was like packing my bags. I remember sitting in this hotel room that we, you know, at first we got this really tiny hotel room and I I basically had to fit four years of my life in this room along with his. And we're just like walking and falling over all these suitcases. (laughs) Just ridiculous. And then in this other bigger room, which was like a hotel apartment, I looked at all of my bags one night and all of my shit all over the place and sobbed and cried and thought that maybe I didn't make the right decision. Maybe I should have stayed. Maybe I should try and work things out with him. Maybe, 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 maybe I'm making the wrong decision. What am I doing with my life? Oh my God, you know, I'm 30. What the hell is going on? You know, truly, what the hell is going on? Those two months, I think I cried more than I did in my entire life. I was just lost, confused, conflicted, and angry. I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of anger and sadness. And all of these emotions mixed with like, gratitude, (laughs) eternal gratitude for the experience. I literally used to voice note myself in the morning 
so that I could hold myself accountable for the things that I was grateful for and, and expressing gratitude because everything was so doom and gloom at that time, or it seemed like it was, that I was like, girl, okay, knock it off. Be grateful for the experience. And that's essentially the message that I'm trying to share with you guys today is those moments that where you bent, but you didn't break, be grateful for those. Because those are the ones that shape you. Those are the ones that you're able to look back on and say, I am resilient as all hell. I am strong as all hell. 50% of my support system, no, or more, 50, who am I kidding? Every single person in my support system has said to me once or multiple times, I'm not worried about you. I'm not worried about you because you're so strong. I'm not worried about you because you're always okay. And isn't that the truth? Am I not always okay? Do I not always come out better and maybe even with eyes more open at the end of the day, at the end when it's all said and done. And it could be years after. It doesn't matter the amount of time that it takes. It it matters the amount of work that you put in and how you get to that other side. And so moments of adversity for me, understanding that, yeah, I'm going to be in the shit for a little bit. But afterwards, I'm going to move forward. I've been grappling with this notion of moving forward and not moving on, especially because I've been dealing with someone who's grieving, you know, the death of someone that they loved. And I don't know that we actually ever move on from things because we carry them in our hearts, in our conscious and subconscious mind. It's all part of us, but it makes us, right? If we don't allow it to break us, it makes us who we are. It makes me able to sit here and talk for however long this episode is going to be about moments where I was in pain and I get to still sit here and say, it's okay. I'm going to be okay. Because I will. Because I always am. I think it's so important to express gratitude for the things that made us bend but not break. Because without them, how would we know the parts of ourselves that need to heal. Without them, how would we know how to grow and evolve emotionally, mentally, spiritually, psychologically, physically, all of it? How would we know if we're just coasting, right? And the person that I'm referring to right now that I had an unfortunate separation from last week is a prime example of what happens when we coast 
What happens, guys, when we coast? We don't confront the shit. And let me tell you, that's more painful than feeling all of your feels for however amount, whatever amount of time. It's more painful than that because it compounds and it gets tougher and tougher and it gets thicker. And then it's like molasses. And then you're trying to work through this while still trying to experience your here and now, while still trying to keep your head above water. And that is why I say I don't know that we ever move on from the tough experiences. We carry them with us. And so those bend but not break experiences are hella important to the people that we are right now. This experience that we are having here on earth, however you want to look at it, is almost like an experiment, (laughs) in my opinion. Hey, you know, whatever energies are at play, let me just like throw this into their life, see what they do with it. How do they handle it? (laughs) You know, how do they move forward from it? What are they going to do? And then they put these key players in our lives who may open our eyes, may not. Maybe they make us realize things. And maybe it is with them that we get to experience this uninhibited beauty. These moments of pure purity and love. And the moments where time stands still. Last week he said to me, you know, when I'm with you, I don't even see the time go by. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, why the fuck are we breaking up? (laughs) But I know why. Because there's no space. And so I'm sitting here and I'm not flabbergasted and I'm not angry. I'm not resentful. I'm not upset. I get to sit here and to circle back to what I said earlier, be grateful for the heartbreak, which is so weird to say. (laughs) I'm grateful for my heartbreak right now because I got to experience more beauty than pain. I'm grateful for those two months in Dubai where I was a mess because I got to experience more beauty than pain. I'm grateful for all of it. The moments where I would bend but not break. Because if I was broken, I wouldn't be doing this with you guys today. And if I was broken, I wouldn't even be able to put myself back together enough just for me, not even for anybody else, just for me. And when I look at how far I've come, and I want you guys to do this, I need to breathe. (laughs) When I look at how far I've come, and I want you to look how far you've come, and pinpoint even just one experience or moment in your life 
that was so damn hard. You just thought you'd never make it. Reflect on that for a moment. Hold it in your heart. And open your eyes. Look around you. It's not to say that you're 100% healed. It's not to say that you don't have bad days. But it's to say that in your process of moving forward, not on, in your process of moving forward, those challenges allowed you to grow. They may have even catapulted you into growth because the universe doesn't want you to stay stagnant. And the only people who allow us to stay stagnant is ourself. We choose to repeat old patterns. We choose to not be able or be willing to see the bigger picture. And it's okay to cry and mourn and grieve and feel frustrated and scream into your pillow. But are you going to do that for weeks and months on end and really not give yourself the opportunity to say, what did I learn from this? How can I use this to create a better situation for myself in the future? What patterns did I repeat that led to this? Because it's not always about the other person. This situation for me personally, I think this is timing. I think the timing sucks. But I also know that I repeated patterns in here that are not necessarily good for me. Prioritizing somebody else before prioritizing myself. Putting the needs of somebody else before me. Losing balance, you know, because I wasn't focusing on me or coming home to myself. These are all patterns that I continue to repeat that I know there are moments that we're going to have to take care of our person or we're going to have to take care of somebody that's important to us, but that's not consistent. And it shouldn't be that we consistently have to put forth a greater effort and energy than they do for us. It is a give and a take. And it's important that we understand it to be that way. I'm not going to lie. I lost my train of thought. (laughs) I know that I was talking about self. I'm pretty sure. And in any case, I just feel like I'm talking to myself in this episode. I am talking to myself as a reminder that... This situation, this circumstance, yes, I may bend, but I will not break. And I want to instill that in all of you listening as well. You may bend, and maybe even for longer than you hoped you would, but I promise you, you won't break. Okay, I promise because you've come so far already and you have so much further to go. And again, I'm talking to myself here. I know that I've come so far and I know that I have so much further to go. I don't care that I cried like five times on this podcast right now. (laughs) That's part and parcel of, of growth. 
of understanding, of really tapping in and feeling in order to heal. So that's the message I wanted to leave you with today. If I spoke in circles, forgive me. I am definitely coming at you with a vulnerable heart today and perhaps even an emotional heart. But a heart that's on the mend and a heart that knows that what is meant for me will not miss me. And if it misses me, then it was never meant for me in the first place. I've said that once. I'll say it again. And I say it every night before bed. I actually created, there's these uh, frequencies called solfeggio frequencies. You can get them on YouTube or they're healing frequencies, like sound healing. I uh, had them on Insight Timer as well. And I used it um, as per the recommendation of our favorite, Chris Corsini, used it in the background and repeated affirmations on top of it two minutes and 30 seconds before I go to bed and wake up in the morning in order to reprogram my subconscious. I think that'd be a good episode to do. I'm going to find someone who can delve into the subconscious mind, (laughs) an expert in the subconscious. Um, Yeah, I listen to that every night so that I, I know and I truly understand what is meant for me will not miss me. What is meant for you will not miss you. Because if it does and it doesn't come back like a boomerang, it's not meant to be there. Okay, breathe, move forward. Don't move on. Don't give yourself the pressure of moving on from the tough experiences and challenges. The deeper we bury things, the stronger they come back to haunt us. Feel through your healing process. I am always here for you. And I know that your community, your tribe, and your support system will be as well. So, To that, I am raising my glass. Okay, I don't know if you guys heard that. Cheers to the moments where we bent like mofos but didn't break. And here's to many fucking more. (laughs) And my normal reminder. Stay humble, friends. Today and every day. And I'll catch you in the next episode. I love you guys. I love you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for hopefully giving me a little rating on Apple Podcasts, maybe even a written review. That helps so much. And if not, just thank you for being here. Thank you for drinking with me. Thank you for listening to me. (laughs) I love you. You're going to be okay. Bye.